Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh House. Crazy to think that the Dolphins aren't even favored. The last game of the NFL season at Hard Rock Stadium. So, Cat, first and foremost, your first instinct tells you why are the Dolphins not favored at home? Yeah, I thought it would be at least be a pickup game, um, a pick'em game, but that's not the case here. And look, the the Bills, you, you, there's no hotter team in the NFL right now. You know, they were six and six four weeks ago, and now they they're second, third, fourth in power rankings now. And and you know. When you take a look at them winning over the Chiefs, winning over the Cowboys, uh, and last two weeks haven't been quite as impressive, but they've won four in a row now. And Josh Allen career is, it, it doesn't seem to matter where he is. He's, he's got some ups and downs throughout the season, but it just doesn't seem to matter who's coach, how well the Bills are doing, how well the Dolphins are doing. He, he's just had the, the Dolphins number. So maybe that factors into it as well. And if we're being honest, I mean, I think those two losses, one, I think he underthrew Charles Clay, like his rookie year in the end zone or something like that. And then um, the one I always love to throw was fourth and goal and he skipped a rock. How dare you remind her of that? She's even the bad memories. Yeah, skipped a rock at the goal line. So, I mean, honestly, uh, besides those two little mistakes, the Dolphins could be uh, winless against Josh Allen. But um, it's just, again, a testament to how well he's grown throughout his career. And, um, again, you mentioned no matter who's the coach, they just find a way to beat the Dolphins. And um, something's got to change. It has to change because you're not going to be able to continue to compete in the AFC East without dethroning Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Xavier Howard, he won't be playing this game due to a foot injury. He's considered week to week. Hopefully with a little luck, he'll be back for the first round of the playoffs. Bradley Chubb done for the season. We already know that. Uh, Who do we think is going to be that first and foremost X factor on defense in order to stop someone like Josh Allen? I think that Patriots game last week was so, so crazy where I think uh, Josh Allen had two touchdowns and like 
two completions just because they are running the football so much. So when you see how these Bills have kind of struggled to pass the football of late, Stephon Diggs has kind of been MIA. Do you think that this is the game they turn back around and say, all right, it's time to air it out considering Miami's uh, injuries in the secondary? Yeah, maybe. Uh, what's interesting about the Bills passing attack is, you know, early in the season when, when the Dolphins played the Bills, Josh Allen was coming off two games where he was just rolling. They scored 75 points in the previous two games. Uh, and Allen came in and just continued that against the Dolphins and then fell off a cliff. Then Ken Dorsey's fired. And ever since they promoted Joe Brady to offensive coordinator, really James Cook has been the star of the show. So it's a completely different thing. I mean, Stefan Diggs, you look on the year, has 100 catches over 1,100 yards, but you look at the last seven games, he's had over 48 yards in just one of his last seven games. Now, now that I've said that, um, hopefully that doesn't come back to bite us. But, you know, it's 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 not as explosive as a Bills offense as it was earlier in the year, at least heading into this game. Yeah, and I think the the biggest change, and you mentioned it, right? Uh, the, the rushing attack with James Cook. I think today uh, Vic Fangio came out and said that might be the best running back they've had since Thurman Thomas, and um, he's a little bit of a mix of speed. He can run between the tackles. And to me, I just continue to see Duke Riley trailing, uh, was it Gus Edwards or uh, Justice Hill last week? I mean, James Cook got a different type of speed, so um, they got to fix that real quick. I know Anthony Campanell took uh, blame for that, said you don't blame the soldiers, you blame the generals, which was an awesome quote, but um, – for me, it's just getting pressure on Josh Allen, containing him, like Jake said. But you asked who might be the star, Jake, of this defense. And I know you were talking about maybe spying Josh Allen. But to me, you got it. And we talked about it the last time with Cat. You have to use Jalen Ramsey to spy Stefan Diggs because that last time he had three touchdowns, six catches, absolutely went ballistic. And um, we've seen it week after week. I mean, CeeDee Lamb, they contained a little bit. But um, you want to have Jalen Ramsey against Stefan Diggs in arguably the biggest matchup of the week. That's just my opinion. I think you guys are both agree with that. What do you think? Do you feel that there's like a point where, at least in year one, I, I think there's one, like perspective is so hard in the NFL when there's one game a week, but at least in year one, do we feel like the Miami Dolphins have kind of suffered from the comp complexity of their defense a little bit? I look at the Titans game. I look at what happened against the Ravens. I look at hard knocks the other night where there was a dinner among the safeties and, and Javon Holland was talking about after, I think it was after that Bills game where, you know, he's like, we heard everyone saying that, you know, the defense sucks. And he said, nah, man, we were just like figuring out the scheme, trying to understand things. Is that a scenario where we see, Duke Riley and this defense getting um, gashed so badly because they're still trying to understand things and maybe they're making things a little more complicated or is this defense uh, concerned? Well, it, I mean, it comes down to miscommunication as far as I'm concerned is, and, and it's odd because this should be a very straightforward, simple defense. And I, I understand it gets complicated when you play Lamar Jackson on the road. Um, but you take a look at that, that's Zay Flowers catch from last week 78 yards on the on the all 22 you're going to see Javon Holland and and I mean Zay Flowers just you know he he goes in motion just like Tyreek Hill does he runs right up the sideline and Eli Apple and Javon Holland just stand there like I I don't get it uh, or excuse me uh Eli Apple and, and Deshaun Elliott just stand there so it's it, it shouldn't be that that complicated uh but when you look at the NFL this year, and you look at the Dolphins defense, overall, the Dolphins lead the league in sacks. They've been overall really good over the last two months. But you take a look at two games in particular um, against Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Look, I tweeted about this earlier. There, there have been 512 NFL games played this year, and only four of them has a quarterback had a quarterback rating of 
158.3, which is perfect. Two of them were Lamar Jackson against the Dolphins and Josh Allen against the Dolphins. They go through these stretches, and we saw at the end of the Titans game, where the defense goes from being a great unit to a unit that, that literally can't do anything. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast do you think there's like a level of um high low ceiling excuse me low floor high ceiling there where it's a defense that can look really bad with minimal effort and maybe some confusion but the second you are fully invested is when it you see it absolutely shine I mean, everything went wrong against the Ravens. They weren't getting any push up front. They didn't have the edge rushers. Uh, David Long and Duke Riley had uh, what can only be described as the worst game from an off-ball linebacker tandem I've ever seen. Um, and I'm, I'm really regretting and embarrassed a couple weeks ago I asked, would you take Jerome Baker or Duke Riley straight up? We've got our answer to that question. Hopefully, Baker comes back this game. Um and yeah, you're not going to have Xavier Howard in this game. And it's it's time for Cater Kohu here, who's just been wretched the last couple of games to to step up. Um, and we know he was trampled by by Stefan Diggs in the last game. So there, there's a lot of a lot of improvements that that need to be made. And I wonder if the Dolphins are going to be able to do it on defense without their edge, which without both of their edge rushers. Yeah, I mean, it goes back to what we Jake kind of opened it up with. You know, why are the Dolphins, you, do you think the Bills are favored in this one? It has to be injuries, right? I mean, the Dolphins are absolutely depleted on the uh, defensive side of the football. You mentioned the miscommunication. How much of that was Eli Apple just getting thrown out there with, you know, limited reps? But everyone wants Cam Smith out there who would probably be doing the exact same thing. So the Dolphins are stuck in a rock in a hard place. You're not going to have Xavier Howard this weekend. The pass rush, it sounds like it's going to be AVG on one side, Ingram and Ogbo on the other side. So um, it's obviously not the same defense that um, the Bills played earlier in the season. And they put, what, 48 Dolphins can rebound. I hope they can find a way. But um, like you mentioned, Kat, uh, Josh Allen really isn't the same Josh Allen. Jake mentioned it. Um, last week he had two rushing touchdowns, but he also had two interceptions and threw for 169 yards. I think I had that right. So, I mean, I, he is – beatable and um you just got to hope that Vic Fangio figures something out I mean I think he was a little stubborn last week against the Ravens you have it like you said a similar problem in Josh Allen you got to find a way to stop him and I'm going to be completely honest I'm a little bit queasy I'm feeling like Joe Phillip and getting ready to call time out and sending Philip Wheeler's ass back out there I'm a little queasy about this one how big of an x-factor are the uh 
Buffalo Bills tight ends. We saw uh, Dalton Kincaid get pretty involved last week. Um, Dawson Knox seems to have always been someone to score against the Miami Dolphins. So when you look at this spread and you see how the Miami Dolphins can kind of take advantage of being road dogs, I mean, Kat, where is that X-factor matchup on the defensive side in terms of um, all three levels? Yeah, Dalton Kincaid, rookie, 66 catches this year, and they, they get Knox back a couple of weeks ago as, as an additional weapon there. And it really allows them to use uh, to splinter one of them off to give some different looks. And it also allows them to, you know, give this look where they play with seven offensive linemen because you know, they've got a tight end on each side. So yeah, it certainly does give them a bigger look, but to me where, where the bills have been so dominant against the dolphins over the last couple of years is when, Josh Allen is is well protected. The field is spread open. He has room to run, um, and he's not as maybe constricted. Or may, I'm not sure if constricted is the right word, but he's playing more in a box now at this point in the season than maybe he has in previous seasons. So hopefully that works out to the Dolphins' favor in in this one. So I'm a little bit worried about Kincaid as well. Like you said, Jake. I mean that guy is he's starting to come along. We saw him last week. I think he had a 50 plus yard catch and run. So um, he's a talented big slot receiver. And, you know, we're talking about how depleted these corners are. I mean, who, who would you have cover him cat? Who do the dolphins use to cover a Dalton Kincaid in a slot? Cause I mean, he's a big dude and Cater Coe who matching up, you know, in a slot against him. I mean, I don't know about that one. Yeah. I mean, he'd certainly be giving up a lot of height to him. I mean, uh, what Kincaid's six, six, five Cater Coe. Yeah. Significantly shorter than he is, and that's where it gets interesting, where the matchup gets fascinating. Because do you do you play Kohu in the slot to cover Kincaid? You probably do, and then you've got Eli Apple on the outside, probably going one on one with Gabe Davis. Now, Davis is just as likely to get a hundred yards as he is to get blanked, uh, but against the Dolphins, he seemed to have a lot of success. Gabe Davis is the one I kind of have circled too, because I think there's going to be like a, a game plan you could. S- stew up that for 80% of the game plan, um, you could probably ignore Gabe Davis. But that 20%, it's like Zay Flowers was last week. He had three receptions, over 100 yards, and a touchdown. And sometimes it's all you need to be an absolute dominant player. Uh, so, guys, just to kind of put a little bow on this here before a little break, do does it make sense the Dolphins are underdogs at home? Cat, uh, we'll start with you. On paper, no. I think it should at least be a pick We'll we'll wait till the end of the show to see if if I think uh, the, the Dolphins will actually win or lose. I'm, I'm still going back and forth. I don't I don't know what to say to that. You're ma- you're making me feel even queasier, man. But for me, I I, I do think it should be more of a pick them. But after the, what they did last week, right? Giving Lamar five touch. I know it's Lamar Miller. He's the MVP. But you went out there and you looked. Lamar like, Miller. Not- oh, throwback. Did I say Lamar Miller? Yeah. <laughs> Two peas in a pod, right? They're basically the same player, but uh, you know what I mean. There's no reason why the Dolphins are uh, home dogs, and um, I'm intrigued to see what Cat says because I'm starting now. He's starting to sway my opinion as well. Yeah, I actually came into this podcast today not entirely sure because this week there's been some dread. I haven't listened to as much football content as I'm used to, uh, but but that's kind of what makes it fun, right? The week 18 of we have no idea what's going to happen. We have 17 weeks of data. It means absolutely nothing. 